Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Ross, introduce the guest, man. We have flawless Nathan Fletcher. Nathan, yes. I, I've heard Paddy the Baddy try and call you the South Paul Strangler, and I've seen a few people doing it, but I just yeah. don't think it's as good as flawless. What's your take on no. it? So, if I'm being perfectly honest, I'm not keen on either really I do <laughs> <laughs> sorry to shoot you down like that i'm def i definitely favor flawless over the southport strangler i am not into that at all and i don't want it to stick but everyone's calling at me now and uh yeah it's not good it's not good flawless is definitely the better option of the two but i still i still it just doesn't feel quite right i don't know maybe, maybe. maybe when you get that belt strapped around your waist it'll feel a bit better yeah i'll probably feel a little bit more flawless then i don't know it's it's good but i just Flawless flexor. It does roll off the tongue as well. The alliterations there. Yeah. And good for branding as well. Good for branding. Undefeated as well. Undefeated. All finishes. So we are flawless, really. But I just don't know if... I don't think any nickname I'm going to hear it and like it. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to have to just take one eventually because yeah. every everyone I'm getting is just making me cringe. Do you know what I mean? First, but, I just think the Southpaw Strangler has like murderous tones to it. Exactly. Well, you <laughs> see, the other day... Um, I've been on this other podcast called Super Necessary and they made like a little post. It was like a wanted poster for the Southport Strangler. It was funny, like, but it's just so cringy. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I don't want to be known as the Southport Strangler. It's we'll, definitely like serial killer vibes in it. We'll know in the comments now. Like, if, it, if for people who we want to vote, they'll go down to the comments and vote. But Nate, like, yeah. we obviously had you on last time but before your your fight um, where you went, to, you're now 4-0. You're, you're taking on Brian Boulan now next Friday on Cage Warriors one yeah. two four. Four, uh, yeah, that's the one. Okay, so Nate, obviously like how how did this fight come about? Uh well basically the last trilogy, my teammate Liam Gittins fought Brian Denny. Um yeah. so and obviously that fight, I don't know if you've seen it, but it was a pretty early stoppage. Like Liam was putting it on him and then got caught with a with a good shot, fair play to Brian, but I think the fight was stopped a little bit early. However, once I knew they weren't running that one back, I thought it was probably going to be me that ended up fighting Brian next, being that he just fought me teammate. Uh, I'd just beat Martin Yoni, who obviously was like another talked-about bantamweight in the division. So it made sense that our paths were going to align next. So um, I knew pretty much sort of the week after the last fight that I was going to be fighting Brian. Yeah, would you say this one's definitely a number one contender fight now then? Yeah, I think it is, personally. I haven't actually been told that it's going to be a number one contender fight, but who else is doing the division, really? I mean, Boulan's fought for the belt. He's been around for a long time. He's got a good record. I think he's like 10 and 3 or 11 and 3 or something. So he's got a lot of experience. Um, he's coming off a win over Liam Gittins, obviously, who's um, another big name in the division. So, and then with my last performance and the fact that I've finished everyone and all my fights have been on Cage Warriors, I think that with a win over Brian, it's kind of like undeniable that I'll, I'll be getting the title shot next. Yeah, definitely. If I was Graham Boylan, I'd just be like, you know what? One of our own homegrown guys rose through the ranks in Cage Warriors. And you know what? I think you versus Jack Cartwright would be a great fight as well. And yeah, I, 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 And I don't know if this is bad say or not because Jack's never been on the show. But judging your last performance and then Jack's last performance, and I know MMA maths doesn't work out, I think you'd have your way with him. And that's just my personal opinion on it. I wasn't that impressed with his last performance. I think you were one of the yeah. performances of the, uh, of the trilogy series. Nice one. I appreciate you saying that. And I, I do agree with you. I think... I know you can't do uh, MMA math, but like styles make fights, you say, don't they? And if you look mm. at my last performance and then you look at his last performance, like he started to fade. 
and uh, he was getting it put on him in the wrestling and grappling department, which is obviously my strong suit. So I think definitely it's a good uh, it's a good fight for me that one. Yeah, do you, do you do you think he was sort of saved by the rules in that last fight? One might say I wouldn't say saved by the bell, but yeah, his his opponent got done for a lot of headbutts. Yeah, definitely. It was a it was a weird fight. I think Jack probably won the first round just about, and then after that, I'd say I don't know what round they got stopped in, but I think he was probably losing every other round after that. Um, it's mad. I've never seen anything like that. Really, the fact he was getting worn so many times. I don't know if it's because he's foreign and I don't know if he could understand the ref, but he was making it pretty clear, like stop headbutting him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he, just yeah, he, he was like, he was thing. like, no headbutting, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. and he was like, you can't like, make it any clearer, uh, can you? It was like, ah, yeah. extra headbutts, no bother. <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah it was a mad one I've never seen anything like that before to be honest but uh, Although it was a very strange headbutting technique because it wasn't obviously a big stitch yeah. stitch one on him it was sort of a as he, he was trying to sort of slamming him on the ground while headbutting yeah. at the same time it was he had, he had really strange. short arms he had mm. really short arms like he was trying to throw ground and pound but he was throwing like all his weight into the shots but yeah. as he was doing that he was like throwing his head down onto Jack as well so um, yeah he needs to ch- change something up there with his ground and pound technique because if he's going to keep going on like that he's going to keep getting disqualified I think so yeah. also I thought, he, I thought he was a bit of a flyweight to be honest as well on yeah he's very small wise. yeah he was a small kid him. I seen him even in the hotel walking past him and that side obviously you size up everybody else on the card everyone you know is fighting at your weight class you like to just stand near them and <laughs> kind of test out you know what I mean you see how you, yeah. how you match up against them and he was he was quite a small kid as well you probably look at their neck Nate do you you're like I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that I neck. Have that. Thinking, yeah. <laughs> how, how quick could they get around that? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Nate, obviously, since your last win, uh, did you, your gym next gen has ch- like has changed a lot. Paddy's went on sign with the UFC. We're actually still waiting for the announcement who he's fighting, but we won't put you on the spot yeah. for that. But like, what, how, like, what's the buzz now in next gen? Like, ever since your win, obviously, Paddy now going to the UFC. What's the buzz now? Yeah, the gym's flying. I always say there's a good energy in the gym. You've ever, uh, you ever seen dodgeball in a white Goodman voice? That's yeah. the way I go on now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the gym's flying. Obviously, we've got Paddy just been signed. Um, they'll all be fighting. Paddy and Molly, they'll both be fighting on the, the UFC, hopefully in London. I think they're thinking September now for that. Um, but obviously, with the way things are with COVID, they're not going to do one over here until you can have a full crowd. So yeah. we'll have to wait and see when he'll be making his debut. But then obviously, you've got Bonner as well fighting for the middleweight title on the next cage where he is. Um, myself yeah, fighting Brian. Thursday. Yeah, he's the main event on Thursday. Uh, and there's like lo- loads of the lads on the card. Do you know what I mean? Adam Cullen, who was saying before when we were speaking um, off record, Adam Cullen's fighting. Connor Wilson's making his Cage Warriors debut. Liam Gittins is back out. So, like, the whole team's getting ready to fight. Do you know what I mean? So, everyone's buzzing. Everyone's preparing well together. And, uh, yeah, like I said before, there's a good energy in the gym. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, will yeah. Paddy be going as well? Because the whole squad's going. You know, but he's going to feel left, left, left out. Yeah. I thought. I'm not sure because obviously it's a bubble again. So uh, I don't actually know if Paddy's coming down. I'm sure he'll be able to get his way in like as he speaks to Graham. But uh, yeah, I'm not actually sure because obviously there's no crowd coming down. So it's going to be like a bubble again. Yeah. I'm sure someone's on the Mount Rushmore of Cage Warriors, isn't he? Yeah. 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 I think I'm sure if someone... he just asks, yeah, they're not going to turn him down, are they? If he says, get us a room, Graham, lad, I'm coming down. I'm pretty sure they'll, uh, they'll let him in. Like, so, oh, you can definitely corner he... someone. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. We've got like five or six fighters on the card across the three nights. So um, it's like two coaches per fighter. So if you work yeah. out that way, we could have the old old gym coming down, really, couldn't we? But, uh, yeah, the, the takeover, yeah. the next-gen takeover. That's what it is, every trilogy. I've been saying this. Like Every time we go down, we've got the most fighters on the card every time. 
you know, most other gyms have got like one or two lads on. We always come with like a six-man firm all ready to fight. Do you know what I mean? So next gen take over the bubble every time. I, I love that. And I'm sure I'm sure you're probably the loudest in the bubble as well. Uh, maybe yeah, Barry and Gary. <laughs> yeah. That's a close contender between Paddy and Ian Gary in it. So yeah. Absolutely. And what do you make of Matt's fight? Because uh, obviously he's fighting Natalia's Frederick, who is yeah. an absolute monster out of Team Renegade. Uh, yeah. How do you see that fight going? Because I'm very much looking forward to that one. I think it's going to be action-packed from start to finish. Yeah, definitely. I think Frederick, like, I haven't actually watched much of him, but I saw his last fight and that was enough to uh, see how dangerous he is, how powerful he is. He's very like wild and explosive and likes to come forward with aggressive fighter, isn't he? And Matt's a bit more calculated and like more of a volume striker. So I think for Matt, it's just going to be avoiding the big shots and putting the pressure on him. I think the longer the fight goes, the more it favours Bonner. Um, we saw his last fight against Webb. Yeah. He just put on like a clinical striking performance. So similar sort of thing, but rather than avoiding the takedowns and putting volume on him, it's going to be avoiding those big shots and then crowding him with the, with the volume of strikes. And I think Bonner will be able to get it done probably like third or fourth round. Like I say, the longer it goes on, the more it favours Bonner's style, definitely. Yeah, I, t- I think he is dangerous in there from the first moment. Yeah. So uh, that's a, I'm that's definitely going forward to that one. That's a great main event to start off the trilogy as well. Definitely, yeah. It's a boss yeah. fight. I made up for Bonner as well. He deserves it. Do you know what I mean? Like, he'll say himself, he didn't have the best start to his pro career. He was a bit up and down. That's why his record's not the best now. But since he's come to us and he's got a proper coaching team behind him um, and he's coming into fights with good game plans and well-prepared, he's beat all the best guys in Europe. Do you know what I mean? If you look at the people he's just, he's just beaten his last few fights and, like, the performances he's put on, Matt Inman, uh, James Webb, George Smith, all like top middleweights, you know what I mean? So he definitely deserves it. I made up for him. No, he definitely does. Especially that last win over James Webb. You know, he was the Cage Warriors middleweight champion and that must give yeah. him great belief that he can go and get this belt now after beating somebody who already held it. Definitely, yeah. 100%. You beat a former champ, then that gives you the confidence you need to go in, doesn't it, and take out the current champ. Like, so I think he's definitely, definitely ready and I, I believe he's going to go and get it done. Yeah, well, Nate, Nate, like obviously you're like you're one of the main people to watch out for in the in the rising MMA scene in, in uh, Great Britain. Like, what what now after that win there, and you're going into this fight now? What like what way are you sort of looking at him? Are you are you like looking to tailor your strengths against against your opponents, or are you are you like just consistently trying to just build yourself up until like you keep raising? Like, is it, is it a faceless opponent, or what way are you working it with the team? Yeah, like obviously I'm aware of. All my opponents, I'm aware of the strengths and weaknesses. Do you know what I mean? I watch them and I understand what they bring to the table, but I definitely don't like to focus too much on my opponent. I'm not one of them that needs a strict game plan. Like I, I'm so young, I'm 23, and I'm only getting better every single fight, every single week, to be honest. I'm improving. Uh, so I just focus on myself, really. I know if I go in there and put my game on people 100% what I'm capable of, no one's going to be able to hang with me. And like I said, I'm only getting better each fight. So I don't focus too much on my opponent. It's more just about evolving my own game. And uh, obviously, it's good to have the test along the way. Like, Brian's another step up in competition. I think my last fight was a good step up. Like, Martin Yoni was a legit competitor. Do you know what I mean? He was 6 yeah. and 0. And I think I proved to a lot of people there the level I'm at, how I was able to dominate him. Uh, even with like the issues I had on fight day with food poisoning and all that, I was still able to go in and put on that performance. So, um, yeah, I'm so confident for this next one. And I think I'm going to shock a lot of people again who obviously hold Brian in high regards. I'm going to prove that I'm just levels above him as well. So I'm excited to get in there and do that. Do you uh, feel that you'll, again, try and implement your will on this guy and use your ground game to your advantage? Or are you happy to stand with him knowing that he does uh, hold some power in his hands? Yeah, I mean, I'm at, wherever the fight goes, I'm ready. Do you know what I mean, I train for everything. But 
I'm not an idiot. I know where my strengths are and not many people can handle the pace I put on and, and the wrestling and the wrestling heavy and grappling heavy attack. And don't get me wrong, I see me getting to his back similar to the last fight and uh, and finishing him with another rear naked. Like that's that's what I do. Do you know what I mean? So not much changes really. Uh, and I'm happy to say that because I can let him know. I could tell him right to his face, this is what I'm going to do and let, let's see him try and stop it. Do you know what I mean? I'm confident that no matter what happens in there, I'm going to be able to get to that position and finish him at some point in the 15 minutes. You know what? There's been many fighters who have had similar game plans as in, you know, when you fight a Ben Askren or Damian Maya, you know, you know what they're going to do, but that doesn't mean you can necessarily stop it. And I think, Nathan, you're someone who is like that. You know he's looking to sink in that rear naked choke at some stage. You know he's yeah. looking to get your back. It takes a very good man to stop it, and no one's been able to do it so far. Exactly. And even the last guy I fought, I could tell he was very well drilled. Like, he prepared a lot for someone taking his back, and he was defending well, and I fell off a few times. I made a few mistakes in there. And obviously, I wasn't at 100%, um, like I said, with all the food poisoning and stuff I had going on. But uh, it didn't deter me from from getting to that position eventually. Do you know what I mean? I just kept going, kept going, relentless attacks. And I'm willing to go nonstop for the 15 minutes to get at your back and, and get that choking. So, um, yeah, like you say, you can, be, you can be ready for a bit. You can be ready for it, and you can be expecting that. But stopping it's another thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's obviously, it's close to, so you're fighting on the Friday. It's like basically 10 days away now. What what yeah. does the what does the 10 days countdown look like for yourself? Um, so pretty much all the hard training is done now, to be honest. Like these next few days, I'm just ticking over. I've got, I've got one more hard, like sort of strength and conditioning workout, but it's not going to be any sort of resistance or anything. It's more just about getting the heart rate through the roof. Um, so it'll probably be involved things like assault bike, rowers, skis, all the ergs and stuff like that. Um, all my sparring's done. Did my last sparring rounds today, and I felt really, really sharp. Felt probably the best I've felt to be honest before any fight. So it's a good sign that I'm peaking. A um, few little pad sessions. I'm gonna go for a run after this now tonight. Yeah, me too. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Good stuff. <laughs> what a job, what a job. Uh, uh, fair enough. Well, it's a nice night for it, so I'm, I'm definitely gonna get out and do. I'll probably only do about three miles, but like a nice, good, good pace run. But yeah, it's just ticking over now. Do you know what I mean, I'm ready. The weight's slow. I feel fitter than ever. I feel sharp. Um, it's just about ticking over now and getting the getting the last few pounds off, and then getting ready to kill next Friday. Obviously, uh, Nathan. If anyone saw our last last interview, we actually spoke about how your brothers do CrossFit and stuff like that. Do you find that because you surround yourself with so many people who have like fitness and strength and condition like at the core of mm-hmm. of what they do as well? Do you find that like, that's such an advantage that other people might not have? Yeah, because I honestly think some fighters are delusional. Like they might think they're fit, but they're just not. And I know if any fighter on the Cage Warriors roster comes into peak performance for me and tries to keep up with me in a workout, they're just gonna have absolutely no chance. I'm gonna flatten them all. Um, like, <laughs> are you the fittest guy in the next gen? Yeah, I'm the fit. Adam Cullen might have something to say about that, but I'm definitely <laughs> the fittest guy in the next gen. I'd say. Adam Cullen, where you at? Adam Cullen in the comments. Know, yeah. No, Adam. Listen, Adam Cullen, the scores speak for themselves. He knows what goes on in peak. You know what I mean? He wins some workouts, but I'm still ahead on the leaderboard, definitely. So for now, I can say confidently I'm the fittest. Oh, yeah, I think, um, that's why, I think that's why me and Ross like, really enjoy watching what you're doing. It's just you can see it like in the cage, out of the cage. You're just like the, just fully driven. Yeah, definitely. It's my whole life. Like, do you know what I mean? There's yeah, nothing else the thing, I'd rather be doing. Yeah, it's like a hobby. I was saying last time to you is like, I don't really have any hobbies outside of fighting. My hobby is doing CrossFit. You know what I mean? So after this fight now, when in between now and the next fight, like my time off will be going to the CrossFit gym and doing a load of workouts. You know what I mean? So I'm staying in shape. I'm getting fitter, if anything, in between fights, out of camp. Um, 
Yeah. You, you, have, to, you, you have to think what? that gives you sort of a massive advantage over the other competition clubs. Uh, I, I was only saying to Baz today, I was like, like Paddy Pim, that the midfield that fella puts away in, in, in his off peak time. Yeah. I was like, Nathan Fletcher's there in the CrossFit gym doing all the workouts, and Paddy's there yeah. eating, uh, donuts and pizzas. Uh, it, it, Listen, like, I, I wish I could put away as much food as Paddy. Yeah, he's he's on another level. I've never seen anyone eat as much as him, and he, it's actually quite impressive to be honest. The amount of food he can put away, and um, he's no joke, Paddy. After a fight, like and it helps as well with him because he's got such a big following on Instagram. All these like cake places and all that and cookie places just send him free stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> so it's easy for him. I've got to go buy all my cakes and stuff like that after the fight, but he just gets it all sent to him for free. So. I need to hurry up and get in the UFC, get more of a following, and then maybe I'll get some free stuff as well after the fight. Maybe yeah, maybe I, a few more shout-outs from uh, Paddy. Maybe maybe uh, some can send you some more uh, CrossFit gear. I know. Well, yeah, I prefer that, actually, yeah. That'd but be the, better. Thing, the thing is, Nate, obviously we, we saw your fight, and I think it was like two or possibly three fights ago, we, we got in contact and we've had you on since. It's just uh, your, your, your fight next Friday. It's going to be the same night England are taking on Scotland. And the thing is, I saw as well, you're going to be shown on live TV in certain bars. Now, yeah. it, like, it, like what I'm thinking is, I think they're gonna show a lot of these lads, Scottish and English, are gonna see you fight before they actually watch that game. That you're gonna be in front of a huge audience, like, and uh, I think this is really, really where a lot of people are really gonna get to know Nathan Fletcher as well. Oh. Sorry, I lost you a bit then. The signal. Ooh. Yeah, I was, I was saying a lot uh, of people are gonna be out watching you go, you compete. They're, you're gonna be on the big screen before. Like a lot of people are gonna get out watch the England Scotland game. They're gonna see you first. And then, like that's going yeah. to put your name out there in front of like the hundreds of thousands of people. I think, like, I think this this next Friday is going to be your big step. Yeah, well, hopefully, I think it's definitely a good. Uh, everything's like the right time in for, for me now. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. with, with being on the main card with the opponent in Brian. I, do you know with the footy? What time's that going to be on? Because eight o'clock being on the main card. I don't, eight o'clock. See, I I won't be fighting till about nine. Bell probably half nine. I reckon if I'm on because the main card starts at eight. That could so, be perfect. You could be the half-time show. Yeah. Oh, like, well, you better, yeah, well, you better have the whole of Cage Warriors running. I don't want them like playing the footy and they just get in the hug quickly in the half-time break. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, is, that, is that definitely next Friday? Is it not this Friday, the football? Or is it next Friday, England-Scotland? England-Scotland, 18th. Oh, no, so sorry. It's this weekend. So, sorry, it's this Friday. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Uh, everyone, ah, so been, yeah. Sorry, he, he, he sacked Nathan. He sacked. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, oh, but, uh, lights. So, no, no, you're clear. It's There's Bellator be, 261 yeah. as well in PFL, but it, it'll be uh, it'll be all cage warriors that weekend. So, so Nathan, let's yeah. finish it up here. Uh, how, how do you get the job done? How do I get the job done? I'm gonna predict for you right now. Second round, rear naked choke. Jeez, Baz, <laughs> what's called you could ride ride on the wall, and yeah. you know what's gonna happen. I uh, can say I'm surprised, but I'd be lying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I said the same thing about me last one. I wrote it in my little journal before I went down to fight week. I wrote second round, rear naked choke, and then I come home and obviously I've done it in the third round, so I wasn't quite spot on. But this one, I'm confident. Second round, I won't have any food poisoning, so I'll be able to push harder at the start of the fight. I think by the second round, I'll have him done, and it'll be another rear naked choke finish for me, six and home. Six well, finishes. We, we are seeing Gary, and we knew what he was going to say beforehand as well. He, was, he said second round TKO. Go on, give us a prediction for his fight, actually. For Ian's fight? Yeah. I won't argue with him. I think second round KO or TKO. Um, there I think we it's going to be too much for, for Jack on the beat, definitely. So Ian gets it done. Qu- yeah. Question, uh, Nathan, actually. You know when you fight on a trilogy series, do you have a preference yeah. what day you'd actually fight on? Would you almost rather fight on the Thursday and then you can watch Friday, Saturday? Or would yeah. you rather fight on Saturday and, like, you know, you feel the boards? 
I think Friday is the nice day, to be honest. I fought on the Friday and I fought on the Saturday. And Saturday, you're like waiting around a little bit because I had to get into the bubble on like the Tuesday or the Wednesday. So I was there for so much longer. Um, fighting on the Friday is nice because obviously it's a lot easier for all my friends and family to make plans to watch it on a Friday night rather than a Thursday night. And uh, and then I get home on Saturday and I can enjoy watching the Saturday night then after um, after me win and I can be enjoying a bit of food then. So Friday's the nice middle ground. Do us all a favour and uh, get in the mic after and say you want a title shot in San Diego. That'd be nice. Or uh, the thing is with that, right? Like, I re- I'd obviously love to fight on the California card, but I just think they're going to do all American fighters on that. I don't reckon they're going to send anyone over from Europe. So, um, do you reckon so? I reckon the complete opposite. I reckon they're going to get their absolute best guys and put on a show over there. I don't see the point of doing. I don't see the point yeah. of them getting these new guys in. Why don't they take the best guys? And I've actually said this three or four times now. Dana White's going to do it. Dana White looking for a fight and go to the Cage oh, Warrior show. Yeah, it does make sense. I just don't know with the COVID and all that, how it's going to be, how they're going to get the athletes over. And obviously there's all visas and that you have to sort to fight in America. So we'll see. But listen, if any European fighters are getting on that card, I'm going to have a big win on the uh, Friday the 25th. So I'll be shouting definitely. If any European fighters are getting on that card, get me on it. Yeah, I think that's the perfect uh, chance for you to blow yourself up further, get on that card, Batman. What do you think? Yeah, and also the way I Scotland Ireland play in England that get day. <laughs> <laughs> Ireland are playing England, did you say? No, 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 no. England Ireland playing Scotland that day, so it's just uh, okay. It, yeah, it, it, it just be all you, but it just be all right. Okay. Would, but, but here, Nate, um, like, uh, thanks, Mel, for coming on again, and um, yeah, we look forward to seeing you perform as well, and like the the driving determination you have as well. It's like it's one of the main reasons why myself and Ross love doing the show and getting getting athletes on like yourself that just have that passion and like talk to talk and walk to walk. It's right, boys. Well, I appreciate you having me on, definitely, because you've got a good platform and it's it's all good exposure for me, do you know what I mean? Getting my name out there and speaking to you guys and getting me out there with your audience as well, do you know what I mean? So I really appreciate that. Always, man. Well, you keep doing you. We'll keep doing us. If you are watching this video, absolutely smash that subscribe button. Give that like button a rear naked choke. And as always, <laughs> stay, stay energized. energized. <laughs>